Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Happy Monday, Muller junkies. The world is pretty crazy right now, and separating out the noise from the news can be pretty tricky. Muller, she wrote, is now the premier podcast dedicated to the Trump-Russia investigation, and we owe all that to you. Please take a moment to rate us on iTunes and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Then feel free to share us with your like-minded friends and politicos. If you'd like to support women in podcasting, or just get in on the ground floor of our little project, head over to MullerSheWrote.com and subscribe now. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll get access to the MSW Book Club, our entire archive of bonus episodes, ad-free content, our weekly newsletter, and all kinds of great thank you gifts. We can't express how grateful we are to be able to bring you all the pertinent news each week, so thank you for making all this possible. This podcast contains laughter. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the, our position is. I'm not aware of uh, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I didn't have not have communications with the Russians. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. So, it is political. You're a communist. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist. Hello, this is Mueller, she wrote. I'm your anonymous host, AG, trying to lay low because I work for Trump. Not directly, though. I don't have to smell him every day, so that's a blessing. Uh, with me, as always, is Jaleesa. Hello. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. That's Jaleesa Johnson, by the way. I left out your last name. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's my slave name. Don't oh worry about God. it. <laughs> Already. Fresh <laughs> out the gates. <laughs> Happy Monday morning. I'm never off, man. It's either poop or slave jokes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's how I live my life, man. <laughs> that's how you live your life. You should make a slave poop joke. Oh, that's my new goal. Yeah. <laughs> we work on that. We'll hear it next week. <laughs> it actually says in my script, sorry for that right off the bat. <laughs> you already knew. I knew you guys would talk about pooper slaves. I don't know why. Uh, I don't make the news, guys. I just bring it. Uh, this week, we have a couple of great minisodes breaking down the incredible phone conversation we had with Kimberly Phillips, who had spoken to a lawyer that was present in the Manafort hearing in the EDVA. If you haven't listened to episode 27 yet, you, you should. It's got that phone call and it. it was great. Um, then we're going to do something we haven't done before, a review of a piece of socially relevant art. I was absolutely floored this week by the release of This is America by Childish Gambino. So we're going to go over that. And talk about how the Trump-Russia investigation might be subsumed, subsumed in that video. Mm. Um, <clears throat> finally, a third minisode will be released this week. Da, da, da. What? Yeah, no, not two minisodes. You get three this week. So you definitely want to head over to MolsheWrote.com and become a patron today because you'll get all three of those. And the entire archive. What do we have? Like probably oh, gosh, so 50 many. minisodes yeah, now? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, definitely. And all of Russian roulette. Oh yeah, the whole book review is on mm-hmm. there too. It's it's totally worth it. Totes worth a dollar. And anyway, that third minisode will be about my Manafort theory uh, about superseding indictments and how um, his old and out of date financial crimes are connected to the Russian collusion thing that's happening right now. Nice. So if you're not a patron, uh, as I said, you can become one with just a few clicks and a dollar. Just head to MullerSheWrote.com and support the pod. Um, 9,000 more patrons and I can quit my day job. Woo! And use my real name. I don't have to hide in the shadows. How many do we have right now? 400 something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have like 412, 460. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? We're yeah, good? we've got... Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just Patreon, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we need about 10,000. <laughs> for me to quit my day job we're on the right path we are (laughs) we're there almost we're halfway to the free ps4 for a lucky listener yeah followers on twitter on twitter yeah we're over five thousand uh twitter followers if you follow us on twitter go make a twitter account and follow us you Mm -hmm. you automatically enter to win a playstation 4 yeah and this the reason is is because a while ago i I posted something politically relevant and it got like seven likes and then i posted that i bought a playstation and i got like 180 likes (laughs) so i was like all right i gotta trick the algorithm i'm just gonna talk about playstations all the time oh yeah Uh, work in the system mix it in with my politics so uh that's why we're giving a playstation 4 away and just really oh my god you just gave me an idea or someone should make this at least uh like a robert Mueller video game wouldn't that be cool just indictments and you know like (laughs) he serves people with yeah pretty much raids oh the raids would be the best part yeah it's just pong but it's like (laughs) cohen and fucking definitely i would play that (laughs) oh god basta <laughs> Basta. Uh, or Bill Gates could fund us. I mean, he, he owes me five bucks. Bill Gates. He owes me five bucks. Bill Gates. He owes me five bucks. Bill Gates. He owes me five bucks. <laughs> you guys, this little known fact that's actually Dallas McLaughlin's. Band. Yeah. I'll put some beans on it. <laughs> uh, today, Jalisa is going to spend some time going over something called Black Cube. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan will be calling, or excuse me, will be covering her boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> We're calling your boyfriend, whatever. Nunez, yeah. And his tireless pursuit of shit he can't read. Uh, and I'm going to talk about Squid Pro Crow with Michael Cohen. But for <laughs> now, let's see if we can't get through this week's news with just the facts. All right. Lots happened over the weekend while we were recording episode 27. Uh, Speaking on the phone with Kimberly. That was such a great conversation. So good. We got an exclusive scoop out of it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that was so cool. Uh, But yeah, a lot of shit happens on the weekends. It's news. It's not just for weekdays anymore, I guess. So Sunday, we found out Trump hired foreign spies to discredit (laughs) Obama diplomats. That had. I can't believe that's just like, just roll in with the news this week. Uh, Trump hired foreign spies. I can't even process, yeah. To discredit Obama diplomats that were working on the Iran nuclear deal to help discredit and undermine the agreement so it would be politically easier to back out of it. Which is totally his style. Mm -hmm. Very Trumpian. As we learned later in the week, uh, Trump did back out of that deal, and we'll dive into that later in our Q&A. Nunes announced that he wants to hold Jeff Sessions in contempt of Congress uh, for not handing over fully unredacted intel that the court doesn't even have yet uh, in the ongoing open Russia investigation. Jordan, you're going to go into detail later. I will. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it makes me feel, too. Awesome. Smashing the crotch. I can't talk today. Sorry, guys. Um, It's all good. We're just a talk show. No big deal. (laughs) the only one thing you have to do no you're great even when you're bad you're great you're not even bad it's just like you can get away with it 
Yeah. I like that backup right there. You're like, even when you're bad, you're great. You're not ever bad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Stephen Hawking systems one day. Oh, yeah. Rest in read our minds. Oh, yeah. man. Maybe that's a way to keep my head alive after I die. Yes. Ooh. <clears throat> Futurama style. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A story came out. Uh, over the weekend about Mueller investigate the Mueller investigation going dark possibly as the midterms near uh, it's a long-standing policy in the Department of Justice not to release anything that could impact the outcome of an of an election too late <laughs> <laughs> whoops uh, so Mueller might lay low for a while um, though I'm not sure how they're going to do that with the DC trial of Manafort starting in September like what do they consider the midterms because that's two months before the midterms right and I don't think i i assume that trial might last a little while i feel like this is an exception <clears throat> yeah i think so definitely or i would think it would be i don't know i feel like Mueller is such a by the book dude i mean he'll keep investigating and keep working maybe he just won't i mean he doesn't really leak anything anyway you're right trump he, sort of does everything to himself you know yeah maybe he'll let <clears throat> trump dig a deeper hole that's what'll happen <laughs> yeah i can't stop him from doing that <laughs> Um, but maybe we'll see a postponement of that trial. But the um, Eastern District of Virginia trial is set to begin July 10th. Um, so he's got two trials going. So I actually, I'm really excited about that. I can't wait for that. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Uh, we also learned that Trump is not invited to McCain's funeral. Hmm. Oh, damn. But Obama and Bush have been asked to give eulogies. What? Yeah, that's space pretty it. heartwarming. I know it's perfect. It's space. like a th- th- why? What kind of sandwich is that? A fucked up Oreo? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> McCain in the middle. I can see Obama that. On the either side. It's it's pretty yeah. weird, but that's what Trump has done. He's pushed us this far. It's like you can't sit with us now. Yeah. yeah, inviting Trump to functions has to give people the same anxiety as inviting like your drunk Uncle Elmer or whatever. <laughs> Just best for everyone if you don't, especially if there's lawn darts. Right. Uh, I think they should let him go if he does the truffle shuffle. What is first? You gotta do the truffle shuffle. Come on, do it. Come on, do it. Jordan, you don't know what the truffle shuffle was. No. I'm with her on that. Okay. What is? Is that a thing dogs do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what? I wanted you to guess. Okay, it's not a candy, right? We've established that. It's right. definitely a dance. Uh, truffle shuffle sounds like a Cupid shuffle like originator. Like right. maybe it's got a little bit of like um, cabbage patch. I don't know what these dances yeah. are. What does it look I like? I see like cha-cha slide kind mm-hmm. of thing. One of those many dances in that song. <laughs> There's like a hundred instructions. Which one is it? It's what they make Chunk do before they let him into the house in the movie Goonies. Oh, <laughs> never seen the Goonies. Yeah, he either. pulls his shirt yeah. up and he goes. Oh. Yeah, you heard it in the clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Monday, New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman uh, resigned amidst allegations of sexual assault from four women, two on the record. Uh, in response, we immediately pulled him off the sexy justice calendar. We replaced him with Eric Swalwell from the 15th District of California. Mm-hmm. He, I really wanted a spot for him. So I'm That's glad. good. It worked out. I'm yeah. glad he got one. Mm-hmm. It worked out for, for yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> not for others. Not the best circumstances. Yeah, that's not really the best way to change a calendar picture. <laughs> but if we must. <laughs> uh, I got quite uh, a bit of flack for that, actually. Oh. For changing it? Yeah. Because for- of the ties to Cohen? <laughs> well, people saying... Um, you know, what if these women were paid by Trump? Mm-hmm. What, what about innocent until proven guilty? Don't you believe in that anymore? Right, and right. Of course, I believe in the presumption of innocence in a court of law. Mueller, she wrote, is not a court of law. 
we are a purveyor of calendars. <laughs> um, our standards can be set wherever I want to set them. Yeah. Uh, as protected by the First Amendment. So I have rights too. And I'm always going to side with the women until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the court of AG is not beholden to the innocent until proven guilty standard. <laughs> And until dudes stop raping people all the time, I'm going to side with the women first. Thank you. Um, you might not like that, but that's not my problem. Uh, I've been around the block enough to know that it's difficult enough already to report assault for both men and women. Mm-hmm. And I'm certainly not going to add to the difficulty level by never believing women until the court proves them right. Um, what do they lo- want? Cameras in our vagina? <laughs> a large vag cam. <laughs> uh, a large percentage of rapes never make it to court anyway. And the ones that do rarely win. So again, if you don't like me siding with women, stop raping people. Thank you. Also, by the time due process is through with, our calendars will already print, be printed and out. And we're not going to hold off the production of our calendars. Just for process. one potential rapist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the main lack of sympathy. Yeah. Right. And I'll go into this later. But those two women that... Um, was it we're in the court filing mm-hmm. that trump knew about and cohen knew about in 2013 right. are not are separate from these four women interesting not the same women also question was it rape okay you're right i'm sorry it might okay. have been physical. How, i didn't think I, i've heard sexual and physical assault but i've heard physical assault more no it was sexual assault yeah. okay okay <clears throat> okay I i'm sorry i didn't know if it was rape yeah though. i haven't seen rape i don't think yet. it was rape i no. used that blanket term way too loosely i'm so sorry and it was um it was yeah one was physical assault he smacked her in the face during an event and I guess one was sexual assault because he choked her when they were boning. Oh, T.J. Miller style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's like, Miller you know when she wants and you know when she doesn't. Sorry. I just. just okay. Never mind. I, yeah. It's a yeah, whole another can of words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be better stuff. I'm like, we can talk here. choking all day, but yeah. yeah. We'll save it for an open mic. Or a mini soap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <clears throat> save it for an open mic. <laughs> We should have an open mic mini soon. Yeah. Oh, no, so everyone can see their true colors. Only patrons. Five <laughs> minutes each. Should we actually would say? <laughs> bringer pod. Yeah. Uh, that's an insight. A live stream bringer open mic podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. We- <laughs> womp womp. That would be the worst thing ever. Probably the worst idea. Yeah. <laughs> also, Monday, Mueller rejected Trump's lawyer's request to answer questions in writing, essay form. Uh, Mueller has the upper hand here and you, it has a subpoena in it so mm-hmm. Trump's team is, is going to have to do better than an essay contest really I think <laughs> I think, and this is a guess um, but I think Mueller would be okay with a sit down interview that has a time limit to it with his lawyer's president or president with his lawyer's president particularly Emmett T. Flood cute cute um, <laughs> the new guy and, yeah. and like I said it would have a time limit like three or four hours and it would be restricted to a specific area like specific areas of inquiry mm-hmm. um, but I think that's about as far as Mueller would go that's yeah. pretty fair um, definitely yeah. anything short of that I think will result in a subpoena which Trump will ultimately lose yeah anything short of that is privilege yeah <laughs> well yeah <laughs> I also don't think Trump ever learned the concept of uh, a body paragraph versus an intro and a conclusion thank you, know? you. his essay responses would probably what's his thesis be... no collusion in, yeah <laughs> yeah in conclusion no conclusion. Conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's gotta be like a hashtag or something <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's conjecture but I'm right <laughs> <clears throat> Trump's lawyers say they will decide by May 17th if they will sit down with Mueller, who is currently crafting a counteroffer mm. to your bullshit essay request. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, late Monday and into Tuesday, multiple reports started coming out that Trump is growing frustrated with Giuliani. 
if he's <laughs> it's not long if he's not gone by the time this episode airs uh, i lost a bet <laughs> i'll give him till mid-may max i think yeah why does anybody touch trump anybody that wants to continue to have a career why would you accept any offer from they're his- friends he's trying to help his friend and that's really all it is it sounds it's like, like living with a friend. it's like living yeah. with a friend you You're hate right. each other it's blinding them you though can't. yeah well then later in the week he said he resigned from his law firm but we know his law firm fired the fuck oh out. definitely yeah. my dad used to work for that law firm oh no really yeah because they sent they actually after he resigned quote unquote uh the law firm is like oh yeah and by the way we want everyone to know that we disagree 100 percent with what he says we don't make payments to clients without to people without consulting the client first Mm -hmm. um just ignore him exactly yeah Yeah, crazy old man he was definitely fired (laughs) oh you know it bye-bye yeah i'm i'm just about to bye-bye but if you just wait bye-bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Tuesday, Trump backed out of the Iran deal, uh, which may not have anything to do with Russia unless that was a promise Trump made to Putin so Russia could sell Iran arms again. I don't know. For now, it seems separate. So we'll keep them separated. Okay. Uh, All right. So remember when Giuliani infamously and stupidly used the word funneled to describe the money that went from Cohen to Stormy Daniels vis-a-vis Cohen's Delaware LLC called Essential Consulting? Uh, it's essential. Right, <laughs> right. Assume, yeah. It's fucking essential. Yeah. You <laughs> need it. ten on. seconds on that name. He's like, it's a fake company. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's essential. I'm essential. Uh, well, beginning late Tuesday, uh, we started learning about all sorts of other money that flowed through, uh, funneled through, if you will, <laughs> that shell company, including some uh, major corporations. And I'm going to go mm. uh, over this reporting in detail later. So that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Wednesday, we found out that Rosenstein, Mr. I Won't Be Extorted, uh, (laughs) seemed to grant access to classified information for Gowdy and Nunes, but then maybe revoked it. Jordan, are you going to talk about that? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll we'll learn a little bit later in hot notes. (laughs) Uh, In McCain's new book, he confirms that he gave the dossier to Comey. Uh, and the FBI saying it was out of duty to his country. So that confirms that part of the Fusion GPS Glenn Simpson testimony to Congress and our podcast reporting Mm -hmm. on it. It's important to note that to this date, nothing in the dossier has been refuted. It's only been corroborated. Also, Wednesday. Wednesday. We're only halfway through the week. I know. Hump day. (laughs) House Democrats, led by Adam Schiff, who is in our sexy justice calendar, uh, got a hold of documents from the estate of Peter Smith. If you remember... Peter Smith was a GOP operative who was going nuts in 2016 trying to find Hillary's emails on the dark web. Remember mm-hmm. that guy? Yeah. Uh, this action was a unilateral move by the Democrats on the House Intelligence Committee who have decided to keep investigating Russian meddling and conspiracy since Nunes shut it down last month. Who's recused? I don't understand. <laughs> it's all crazy. <laughs> Peter Smith, uh, also, he committed suicide in May 2017, um, leaving a note saying, quote, no foul play whatsoever. Uh, and we covered that in our MSW book club review of Russian Roulette. Mm-hmm. Check that out if you get a chance. And in our main episodes, too. Uh, the Senate Intel Committee released its preliminary findings into Russian targeting of our election infra- infrastructure, the, the, the machines, you know, the actual yeah. election part. Uh, and they found a small number of states um, where Russian-affiliated cyber actors were in a position to, at a minimum, alter or delete voter registration data. Oh, my goodness. Lots of folks are asking me if if it's found that actual votes were tampered with or voters were removed from rolls Mm -hmm. and couldn't vote, Uh, if the election can be considered null and void. Some are asking if uh, all Trump has done can be undone. 
mm-hmm. or all he's undone can be put back together again. Or they've right. asked if we can install Hillary, quote unquote, install Hillary. That's so funny because like they call her robotic. <laughs> like they're going to plug her in. All right, Hillary, you're up. <laughs> yeah, clap on. Yeah, clap off. you're off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, guys, um, we can't. That's not how it works. <laughs> you, you can't say time out as everything was a farce. Fake. Yeah. Take Gorsuch off the bench and <laughs> let the immigrants back in yeah. that you kicked out. Like you can't. And put, it's not that simple. And you don't put if, if he's out, Pence becomes. If Pence doesn't, Ryan becomes. There's a whole line of succession. And then if not, there's a fourth guy that I keep forgetting his name. It's like we people keep saying they want this like revolution in the special election, but I'm like, there's a like you said, long line of people that aren't even probably involved with the inve- with the Russian investigation. No, there's a whole succession. Yeah. Uh, but and on, also people say, well, if you flip the Congress, wouldn't the Speaker of the House be Nancy Pelosi? Wouldn't she become president? Hmm. Probably not, because if Paul Ryan or if Pence or whoever was next would probably immediately appoint another Republican vice president. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it would just keep going back to that right, guy right. over and over again. So know? what do we do then? Yeah. We, 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 we toss him out in 2020 or we indict him. Yeah. That's probably it. Or we get him to resign. Uh, Avenatti seems a hundred percent convinced that he will resign before the end of the term. Wow. And he's been right about everything. Uh, that guy's, he's a douchebag. He's an interesting fellow. A lot of people love him. Yeah. I get that. I love a douchebag. I'm a fan of him because the worst that he's done is be confident. You know, like I think that can be annoying, but technically he hasn't said anything that I've haven't heard other people with strong personality say. And I'm just, I guess, like if your biggest crime is just having a strong personality, it's not so bad. Eh. Yeah, well, I think he just puts a lot of flair on things that he doesn't need to as an attorney. There's like a Mueller type, and then there's there's a Avenatti type. Yeah. True, yeah. and. They're both right and doing good work. Yeah, but their methods you're right, are, are very different. Yeah, like Avenatti loves the spotlight. He loves being a talking head. He loves going, mm-hmm. hashtag basta. I appreciate it because I feel like someone needs to to at least make Mueller, you know, seem like Mueller. Like, we need people to understand that Mueller <laughs> is a neutral. Mueller seem cool. Yeah, to basically, you know, how you have to have the extreme version. We need assholes to make nice people seem nice. Essentially. We mm-hmm. need Mueller to look better by having someone like Avenatti, you know, preaching the good word, but in a way that's so aggressive that it turns people off. And they're like, oh, well, I guess the Mueller guy has a better well, head he's, yeah. he's an He's an adult film actress's attorney. I think he's a New York yeah. guy or mm-hmm. an L.A. guy. Yeah, yeah, it's expected. I don't have an issue with it, really. Yeah. Right, but- and I personally find it very entertaining. Like, Trump's entertaining, too, but at least I agree with Michael Avenatti, you know, so it's kind yeah. of Yeah, it's like when Joe Biden starts talking shit. Exactly. I love it, but I, I guess you're right. And, and this whole industry, people like us are the ones that are allowed to be like this and people like Michael Avenatti are supposed to be like put together and I'm like no be well, like me I'm cool with that Stormy I love Stormy she, oh she's, she's the best a riot yeah she's pretty she's badass she's it on Twitter and she was and, on uh, SNL yeah that was so great when she was on SNL yes. she picked up the phone and, and Alec Baldwin as Trump is like what can I do to make this go away <laughs> like, what are you wearing what do you want and she says a resignation mm-hmm. beautiful so funny beautiful we're not known for our acting she- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. so great uh, but anyway, yeah, tweet at us at Mueller. She wrote, let me let me know what you think of Michael Avenatti. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got some differing opinions around the table and I've heard people yeah. love him or they think he's a douche. It's mm-hmm. like no middle. I think he's brave. Road. I know it sounds kind of crazy because it's like, oh, he's just talking crap. But think about it. Like, I think he just wants to be famous. My family gets scared when they hear the things we say about Putin. They're like, he's going to poison you. I'm like, no, he's going to poison Rachel Maddow first and Michael Avenatti first before he poisons me. So I'm like, well, <laughs> he's got a long list. He, it's of brave of those people yeah. to speak out. Yeah, it's brave. I think it's brave. <laughs> yeah yeah i think so i think so too but like i yeah i mean like zeus he's still a douchebag yeah still a douchebag created I, I can, the I can world see that. though <laughs>
I think what we need to do is, is watch what happens with Cambridge Analytica in the UK because they're under investigation now and it's been shown that they um, swayed the vote, the Brexit vote, the Leave vote uh, with their, you know, psycho targeting or whatever the fuck they call it, mm-hmm. psychographic targeting is that yeah, what it is yeah they're just making up words yeah. for new Sounds like terrorism yeah orange <laughs> thing. it's fucking scary it's really scary um and and so they're I, you know they might actually redo that referendum i mean they might redo their vote so i don't know we should oh. probably watch what they do and see kind of i know that their uh, law and, and constitution is, is different from ours but they're similar uh, they, enough similar enough to, yeah. to where we might be able to see what happens if it's if if it's proven that actual votes were tampered with in our right. election yeah like what do you do it's never what did happened. ukraine do when it happened to them when russia changed their election did they, they just overthrew take it? the they overthrew them oh well maybe and we then don't want to do that and then they all sort of <laughs> and then they what was cool was like they overthrew the guy and he flew he flew he fled to <laughs> he fled oh and boy are his arms tired <laughs> he fled to moscow uh yanukovych this is yanukovych wow, yeah, yeah. and then all the people like raided his properties and his mansions and stuff but they didn't destroy anything or loot anything they just wanted to see what it was oh that's right that was stolen from them that was the guy and they went in and they looked all around and And they were pissed and they yeah but they didn't destroy anything they They were just just like like, this is how the king lived golden toilets and and all this stuff i would steal from trump i'm sorry i would take his toilet paper i would take something they just wanted to document what was purchased with their stolen money, yeah. yeah, and and then then they found all the files um, hidden in at the bottom of a lake, and then they tried and in the fireplace, and they've been taping it back together and trying to put wow. it all together, and that's when those four suits came out from that the Ukraine was looking into Manafort, yeah, and then they dropped his it. Name so they popped up on all those documents. Mm-hmm. So that's Holy the shit. extreme version yeah. of what we could do. Yeah, that's Maybe like the not, Titanic yeah. rendition of mm-hmm. an yeah. overthrow. <laughs> that's crazy. Just oh unearth it from the depths of the sea. Yeah, I would like to see something in between because I have friends that are like really liberal and progressive and they're like, yeah, man, let's overthrow the government. And I'm like, you don't want to live in a country that's going through a revolution like that. That's not a good way to spend your adult years. <laughs> it's just turmoil and chaos and fear. I'd rather like you said see what the uk does i i think you're right about that being that like sweet spot of let's just see if they have any trouble and if they don't then we'll just follow their lead yeah. what do they do yeah i don't want to overthrow trump and eat him or anything no <laughs> i do want his toilet paper i'm not gonna lie that sounds amazing i'm big on eating the rich i've but... never heard anyone suggest eating trump it's so funny to me That's... Yeah, you heard it here first, guys. There's gonna Big be some. Scoop. Oh yeah, there's gonna be some cannibal running for Congress. Oh my god, I have one agenda point and one only. Dude, eat Donald Trump. That sounds like an amazing movie, The Cannibal Congress. Ooh. Oh my god, oh, so meta. Who's the Rotten Tomatoes guy that reached out to me this week? Maybe he can do. It. He's really into horror. I forgot movies. his name. We'll pull Wine up. Trial, we'll pull it maybe. Up. I'll, I'll, it's later on in my script. I'll bring we'll it up. We'll get back to we'll, it. Put yeah. a pin in it. Put beans on put it. We'll be right back on to it. it. Uh, Pence Pence said Thursday that it's time to wrap up the Mueller investigation. <laughs> it's getting um, too close to me, he says. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure he wants to stick his creepy nose in all this. He's been quiet up until now. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? You homophobe? I mean, Jordan said it. We know what's going on, right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> He's managed to stay low this whole time, unconnected. And yeah, that can that's going to run out. Mm-hmm. He's connected. He's most definitely connected. Yeah. Uh, John Kelly said on Friday in an interview with NPR, which is weird. He never does interviews and then he does one with NPR. Mm -hmm. But I guess the journalist in NPR was embedded with him in Iraq or Afghanistan. um, And they became close. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So he did this interview uh, with NPR 
And he said the investigation was less of a cloud and more of an embarrassment <laughs> for Mr. Oh, Trump. Oh, no. Trump's embarrassed. <laughs> the country's embarrassed. Poor man. little Trump. Uh, then he later corrected himself because he knew his boss would be pissed if he said that he was embarrassed about anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, no, it was mean, more of a distraction than an embarrassment. So okay. he changed his story. Yeah, wrap up this investigation because it's a distraction. Like, their, their excuses aren't even good. Like... It's insulting. I know his base is fine with it, but like most people are not their base. So most people are insulted and it's it's really annoying. It's insulting. You're right. Yeah. Uh, finally, Congress is working on a legislation they're calling Plan B. I'm not sure if they know what Plan B <laughs> really is. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Abort. Like, What's reproductive health? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is Plan C, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is to protect Mueller's work. Uh, it would allow for Mueller... Mueller and his, re- sorry, not Mueller, but Mueller's reports mm-hmm. to be released publicly. It would allow for Mueller to be released publicly. <laughs> Here um, he is, guys. Have at it. <laughs> Just throws Run. the local zoo. <laughs> Take him down. <laughs> it also allows for Mueller to release all of his work if he's fired. Mm-hmm. It also allows for Mueller to resign and release his findings if Rosenstein is fired. Oh. Uh, it appears this legislation has enough support for a veto-proof majority, which would force the president to sign it, <laughs> which oh would just be so fun God. to watch. I don't think he'll televise that signing. No. Um, but you know he'll, he he hates signing some some stuff like the sanctions, the Russian sanctions. Oh, he was pissed. He when was he had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I to, mm-hmm. yeah with the red crayon. He used that one. Yeah. <laughs> he still hasn't enacted those fucking sanctions. Oh, God, no um, And and then as if some weird group of stars aligned once in a zillion years, a connection was established between the sexual abuse allegations against Schneiderman and Michael fucking Cohen. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a true mobster, this guy apparently has his fingers in all the pies. So. No pun intended. No. Wow, sorry. That was no, no whoa. stormy, no stormy Daniels pun intended. In a <laughs> court, a fingering joke. That was a fingering joke. <laughs> I know you didn't mean to, Ag, but I was like, we got to let them know we didn't mean to because that's a visual <laughs> finger in the pies. That was not a finger blast joke. <laughs> anyway, in a court filing by the attorney representing these two women, Peter Gleason. Uh, According to his filing, we learned that additional women had come forward with allegations and were referred to a tabloid reporter who then told Trump, who eventually had Cohen reach out to the women. And this is back in 2013. God, that's so fucked up. Right around the time when Schneiderman was filing the lawsuit against Trump University. So basically this lawyer, these two women came to this lawyer and they go, don't report it to the cops. Let me talk to Donald Trump. Yeah. I think Trump was thinking about running for governor and he was being sued by Schneiderman. So he had dirt on Schneiderman. Wow. Okay, so do you think that they actively thought the most retribution they would get is if they could take him down politically versus through an actual line of law? Right. Wow. Um, and Trump ended up settling that. It was a Trump University lawsuit. He settled for $25 million. Oh, my goodness. I um, should have enrolled. <clears throat> no. Jeez. No, he shouldn't have. Uh, the dirt was never used, um, but now there's allegations from four different women uh, just as the Mueller investigation is nearing its apex and the attorney general of New York has been poised to back up Mueller with state charges in the face of Trump pardons, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. he's trying to get that legislation through the state assembly that would close that double jeopardy law so he could be prosecuted in federal and state court. Exactly. He's been replaced by another uh, Democrat. So everything's fine. It's continuing. Good. That's all I care about. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine he trained his team really well. Mm-hmm. And Peter Gleason is asking the court to seal any communications between his clients from 2013 and Mr. Cohen. Okay. Uh, Mr. Gleason is a known tabloid style lawyer in New York and his letter to the court begs the question, why did he go public with this? Because he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Schneiderman? No, No, the guy that went against him, right? Gleason, the guy who filed the public court document saying, 
I want you to, I don't know, put, I think they put a, they called it a restraining order on yeah. the communications mm-hmm. and not let prosecution see it. Um, Barbara Jones, who's the special master, is already going through all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess one computer is encrypted and she's having trouble with. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> she's got all 12 phones and <laughs> like the imaging from 12 phones and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of boxes of files and computers. Wow. And But one computer is giving her trouble. But it, I, it, I'm sorry, but it's going to be up to her whether or not those communications are considered privileged. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's any illegality, it is no longer covered by attorney-client privilege. So I, I think he's just asking. I think he just made the public ask to draw attention to himself. I mean, that's publicity. the only reason I can think. And I don't even want to be mad about that because, like, I hear people say all the time about the victims, like, oh, these want attention. And I'm like, well, yeah, they want attention. Like, they want a lot of attention for something that they think, you know, deserves it. So on the one hand, of course, I respected Scheiderman, Scheiderman's work. But on the other, like, I have no beef with the dude that is re- representing the women personally in terms of, of his reason for going public. I, I mean, don't know what it was until just I figured that out what it was. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, as far as that theory, I, I agree with you. I think it just makes sense that he just wanted attention just like anyone else would yeah. in that case. Yeah. I just have to withhold judgment until, mm-hmm. um, which is not like me. <laughs> no, it's good though. <laughs> it's a good practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I'm, I really want to believe that this guy, especially since he's the one that was connected to Trump, right? The Gleason guy. Is he the one that, no, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So a part of me wants to believe that he's shady. The other part of me is like, well, I guess we'll see, right? Well, the thing is, is that uh, I don't know. He he didn't he didn't have to go public with this, and he also told the women not to report it to the cops. That's right. So that's weird. That is very weird. So yeah, it's it's. I don't like that. Yeah, me neither. And well, it is an interesting point though, because you think if there's first off the court of laws generally are not very forgiving and helpful to women in the whole process when you go to report and you go to prosecute right and that's just how it's been historically it seems right Right. and and so i wonder maybe if it was explained to them in a way like hey do you want to actually get him Mm -hmm. and hit him where it hurts or do you want to get because this this is his livelihood so if you want to attack his livelihood, come with me. It's I wonder possible. if it was a kind of thing I know like it's not that, likely, which is awful. But still, you're totally right but about I the wonder, way the world works and what a lawyer would tell someone. Well, Cohen's been the bag man for Trump for so long that his his whole mo was to get dirt on people. Right, right. He just never used the dirt then, and and I don't know why. It um, could have been opportunistic, but also what Jordan said, it could have been both. It. He didn't use oh. the dirt. Then it could have just been that. I mean, I, I just think that theory makes a lot of sense. The oh, you're talking about why he filed why the, the court filing? Exactly, or why the yeah. women would listen to an attorney right. that's like, telling what them were the motives and all of this? You know, yeah, I, I guess we'll still find out. We were just conjecture, but I, I, I really do feel like um, it, it does make a lot of sense that he would be like, hey, let me help you in a way that actually is going to work. Well, that was, remember, when he had these conversations with these women, it was 2013. Mm-hmm. He okay. filed the court filing this week. Huh. So it's not. Are you allowed to? Is there not like a, what is that? Statute of limitations? Well, not for that? not for asking for a, a restraining order against letting. Oh, yeah, the he, he basically said yeah. he didn't want their names to get out, hmm. um, which is fine. But that fine. We'll call them woman A and woman B. Mm-hmm. But why be, so long? It's going to be. A, well, no, not why so long. Just I just wanted you because you sounded like you were talking like it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. It I just learned about. Old. Right. Right. <clears throat> but, um, you know, it's I don't know. It's just. The timing is weird, but 
Jane Mayer of the New York Times made it clear that this letter and this lawyer have nothing to do with the four women she reported about coming forward with allegations against Schneiderman. Okay. The ones he resigned over. And Mm -hmm. she added that the women she spoke to are all anti-Trump and deeply disappointed that Schneiderman let them down. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, Yeah, that's actually really interesting. It's important to to note that this is a completely separate two Mm -hmm. women. Mm -hmm. So now we have six. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, and that's enough. They, that's they, plenty. Uh, my mm-hmm. guess is they probably went to this guy Gleason um, because there was sexual assault or physical abuse, and he said, "Hang on a second and he yeah. got Trump to call Cohen to call them to, and they had communications. And now he is saying, "Since Cohen, why is it happening now? Because Cohen's place was raided. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, "Oh, they have all the documents. I want to make sure that these two women don't get out." Wow! And he made it public. So either he's just wanting to pile on to the Schneiderman mm-hmm. story or get some uh, recognition or something, get yeah. his name out there, right? Or make it make sure that people know he might have. Me, I would have said, "Yeah, don't let anyone know about those communications, just to draw attention to those communications." Uh-huh. You never know why people yeah, do things good point why people do do things yeah <laughs> do do <laughs> all right guys those are the facts we'll be right back hello thanks for listening to muller she wrote i'm talking to you because we could really use your help there's a lot of cost associated with creating a podcast there's editing sound equipment writing and research hosting shipping costs merch branding and web design consulting it I'm not too proud to ask you guys for your support. Our patrons are the single source of revenue to cover these costs, and to be totally transparent, we're still in the red. That's where you come in. By becoming a patron, you not only support our efforts, but you support women in podcasting and women in media. The best part is that it's not a one-way street. In return for your pledge, you get access to our bonus content and ad-free episodes, you'll receive our weekly newsletter and our MSW book club, and you'll get all sorts of great rewards like t-shirts, stickers, reusable tote bags made from 100% recycled materials, and even our limited edition polonium tea from Russia with Love, created just for us by our friends at joysteaspoon.com. So please help us out and head over to mullersherote.com and subscribe today. You'll be glad you did. All right, welcome back. Hot notes. Yes, it's time for hot notes. <laughs> Shout out to Shannon Woodward for coming up with that. This season yeah. of Westworld is amazing, BT Dubs. Oh, I gotta catch up. It. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Uh, HBO, you owe me five bucks. <laughs> All right, Julissa, what's Black Cube? Okay, so uh, this is a story that came out on Monday from the New York Times and the Vogue. They reported that uh, opponents of the Iran deal, possibly um, people tied to Trump, hired an Israeli spy firm named Black Cube to dig up dirt on ex-Obama aides. Now, for many years, we've known that the opponents of the Iran deal have accused Benjamin J. Rhodes, a former top national security aide to Obama, of plotting to sell the agreement on false pretenses to the public. We'll talk about that. But now, as Trump officially backed out of the U.S. deal, uh, he there's evidence that surfaced basically that says the opponents of the agreement have engaged in a sophisticated effort to dig up dirt on Rhodes and his family that continued well after Obama left office. Creepy. It's really creepy. (laughs) The whole Black Cube name is creepy to me. So this report on Rhodes from Black Cube contained pictures of Rhodes' apartment in Washington, telephone records, and the email addresses of his family members, as well as unsubstantiated allegations of, quote, personal and ethical transgressions. 
So coincidentally, in a separate case from last year, the same firm, Black Cube, was hired by Harvey, is it Weinstein or Weinstein? What did we decide on again? Weinstein. Weinstein. Is it, is it EI at the end or IE? It's EI. Yeah, yeah. Should be Stein. Yeah, that but guy. I, but I hear I Weinstein. Like same. We yeah. all know that creepy per so. Asshole. We can just call him asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. asshole. Uh, he hired Black Cube to gather dirt on women accusing him of sexual misconduct. Are you fucking kidding mm, me? No, this is real. This is real life. <laughs> so, oh my God. I know. <laughs> Repeat that again. So Harvey Weinstein hired Black Cube to gather dirt on women accusing him of sexual misconduct. This is the same firm that... J- I was digging up dirt on these ex-Obama aides and mm-hmm. we're suspecting or I say we and there's anonymous sources that suspect the aides that hired Black Cube were connected to Trump so yeah it's all very sketchy so and Trump has aides Trump has aides that's the moral of the story okay <laughs> and and you know what I'm sorry no offense to people that have it but <laughs> yeah we don't like Trump so Black Cube is on some shady ass shit basically and they don't sound like good people at all in fact, the whole <laughs> investigative sound mean. They sound very mean. <laughs> and the whole investigative firm was created by former intelligence analysts from the Israeli Defense Forces. So they're bad guys that actually know what they're doing, which is really scary. Yeah, the IDF are badasses. Too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And although it's unclear who hired Black Cube, um, we suspect it's Trump aides, but it's totally un- unclear right now. To prepare the report on Rhodes, a similar report came out on Colin Call. Colin Call, yes, he's a former national security advisor to Vice President Joe Biden. And according to The Guardian, who was the first to publish these reports, they claim that Trump aides were behind it. And and their whole thing is we just have a feeling <laughs> like we just we just know. So at this point, there's no actual evidence in the documents that, that they hired Black that they that Trump aides actually hired him. Yeah. But okay. but if there's just this little whisper going on in Washington right now. It's like Trump's behind it. So furthermore, Ido Minkowski, how how would you even pronounce that? Minkowski. This is the spokesperson for Black Cube. It's an interesting name. How do you spell it? M I N K O W S K I Minkowski. Minkowski. What's wrong with me? <laughs> so, yeah, he's the spokesman. What do you have against the Polish? I know. I'm thinking like uh, I'm breaking it down. Minkowski. <laughs> so he said, "Quote: Black Cube has no relation whatsoever to the Trump administration." to Trump aides or to anyone close to the administration or to the Iran nuclear deal. And anyone who claims otherwise is misleading their readers and viewers, end quote. So, you know, complete denial, of course. One person with knowledge to the report suggested that Black Cube had been hired by a commercial client with an interest in opposing the nuclear deal. So as of right now, at least, um, there's just speculation that Trump's behind it. There's no real evidence. There's a couple of different theories. But uh, regardless of who requested the investigation, the reports appear to be, quote, clearly aimed at undermining public support for the Iran deal by finding ways to discredit Rhodes and Call, who have been staunch advocates of the deal on social media and in television appearances, end quote. So even on an, in an interview on Monday, Rhodes said he was surprised at the amount of criticism he was receiving even after he left government. Obviously, Hillary Clinton could have warned him of that. <laughs> they still want to impeach her. She never got elected. But anyways, <laughs> Rhodes went on to say, quote, I never imagined that upon leaving government that not only would that information campaign continue, but that it would be supplemented by investigations into me and my family by shadowy international operations involving foreign entities, end quote. 
he speaks really well about this. And actually, it's a really interesting contrast compared to people we've covered before that are like, God damn you to hell. Like, he seems like he's pretty <laughs> calm, but, you know, he's frustrated. And uh, just to wrap it all up, honestly, like, the, to me, this feels like um, something that's going to be unraveling for a while. We're going to figure out exactly, you know, who was behind this in the next coming weeks, I suppose. Mueller may already know. Um, but the fact is that the, the argument that the opponents of the Iran deal even have against Rhodes and Call, it's, it's not very substantial in my opinion. So what they're saying is that basically there was this uh, New York Times article in May of 2016 describing a White House war room in which Rhodes was trying to manage news coverage of the Iran nuclear negotiations. And in the article, Rhodes was quoted as saying, we created an echo chamber. They were saying things that validated what we'd given to them to say. And so this is what those critics of the Iran deal are holding on to. They're pretty much saying that, by extension, the entire Obama administration was secretly manipulating public opinion by misrepresenting the implications of the nuclear deal. Just by saying they had reporters that agreed with them and that were saying what they were saying, yeah. that's or, uh, what they're hanging on to. Or it was a good deal. Exactly. That's all they have. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, people just universally <laughs> right. agree. That's why it. they decided... Every country assigned off on it. The UN passed a resolution. Nobody objected. Seriously. Everyone was into it, man. It's so obvious it was a good thing, but the opponents basically thought that that was enough. That article about the echo chain chamber comment was enough to spy on them and their families it's crazy i I hate that people are allowed to just subvert logic like that and are able to speak i took this Mm -hmm. symbolic logic class in college once that goes through essentially (laughs) when you showed up was there no one there yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then you had to figure it out (laughs) i love it Uh, but but basically we learned all of these rules of arguments and yeah. and, and the straw man and exactly the, yeah yeah and so learning logical fallacies is part of it and then just learning about uh, like proofs and mm-hmm. logical proofs and I remember thinking God this class is so great I wish people that were public officials had to pass all of this logical proof oh, they probably could be said because you can they probably did prove people a long wrong. time ago they pr- no they'd probably take that class so they know what not to do oh, yeah good point but no seriously we <laughs> like, but those are logi- it. but that's a logical fallacy yeah, like it really is yeah, yeah. I try to explain that to a Trump supporter I know that's true exactly I quit like, I quit you. doing it did you see my tweet you this gave week? up I'm yeah like, I'm done educate mm-hmm. yourselves for once it's yeah. a waste of time so, yeah I feel I, like I, I'm not even going to talk to you yeah anyway thank you for that reporting of course that was great thank you that blows my mind the Weinstein Weinstein part Sketchy ass yeah. firm, man. Feinstein, Weinstein. There we go. Rosenstein. Yes. Yeah. Steins are cool. Steins are perverts. Yeah, it seems like. Sorry, that. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Way to blanket statement. There, yeah, Talisa. yeah. Don't quote me, please. <laughs> I know. I know. We had a whole thread on Rosenstein versus Rosenstein, and I have since flipped how I say it. So yeah, I, just I, I forget all the time. Apologize for that, and no also worries. ask what is the right way to say it again. It's Rosenstein. Oh, fuck. I was going to say <laughs> Rosenstein. No, nope, it's Rosenstein. I doubt many people even notice, but amongst us, we try to keep a distinction. Remember when we called him Mueller for the first oh, three hours? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Mueller, she wrote. And Jesse's like, hey, uh, I think it's Mueller. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, but I've been saying Mueller. I can't change. Mueller. <laughs> it's too late. To, oh, no, it's too late to turn back now. <laughs> no, we, yeah, Mueller. Anyway, Jordan, you've got some information on your boyfriend. Yes, Us. my boyfriend David Nunes. <laughs> it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. More of a hate-hate. It is. It really is. Also, more of a he doesn't know who I am relationship. <laughs> like most relationships. Those are my favorite. Yeah, I'm that lady that sends sixty-five thousand text messages. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great one date. Um, I but guess so, right? yeah, seriously. Oh God. 
I digress. So I'm going to take you to the point that comes before the Thursday meeting that Nunez and uh, Gaudi go to have mm-hmm. with the DOJ. And then I'll do the big reveal at the end Ooh, of how nice. it all ends up. I look so, forward to it. So we take you back in time to uh, before. Yes. To before, before their Thursday meeting. So David Nunes, as you know, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee and Trey Gowdy, who's a House Oversight and Government Reform Committee chairman, they request and wind up receiving a private briefing pertaining to documents related to the Mueller investigation on what happened to be Thursday. That's mm-hmm. when the meeting was to take place. The two were going to be visiting the Justice Department to receive this briefing, and this comes after David Nunes has requested and filed for a subpoena for classified documents relating to the Mueller probe. The Department of Justice has been very hesitant to turn these documents over due to the high-stakes nature of this intel. In fact, top intelligence officials are saying that the divulgence of this information could actually threaten the life of a top intelligence source, Mm -hmm. to which sociopath... Nunez responds, yeah, I know. That's why I'm doing it. I'm a monster. What? No, that was my joke. Uh, <laughs> you never know. It's like, wow, he came out of the closet finally. That's a yeah, real sorry. monster. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Gotta get better at sarcasm. <laughs> that's why I do end quote. I'm like, they'll never know. They'll never know. God, that's just, I, I can't. I can't even. Yeah, me neither. Uh, of course, we all know that the easiest way to get Nunes to be able to view documents is apparently to tell him that he can't see them. <laughs> and then, and then he just, just cannot let it go. It's fucking crazy. He threatens to hold Jeff Sessions in contempt for not signing off on releasing the documents to him quickly enough. It just reminds me of Scooter Libby, like all over again. Yeah. Releasing Valerie Plame's name. Uh-huh. And I exactly. just said it again, but it's out. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's very much out. Yeah. Uh, so Nunes says this. He says, they are citing, they referencing uh, the DOJ and the FBI, they are citing spurious and national, oh, sorry, spurious national security concerns to evade congressional oversight while leaking information to the Washington Post ostensibly about classified meetings. He said this to the Washington Post. Congress has a right and a duty to get this information, and we will succeed in getting this information, regardless of whatever fantastic stories the DOJ and FBI spin to the post. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you for undermining our faith in the only pillars of justice we Seriously. have in this country, you fucking asshole. Logical fallacy. Yeah. Uh Assistant Attorney General Stephen E. Boyd responds to this with this quote that I thought was fantastic. He says, Disclosure of responsive information to such requests can risk severe consequences, including potential loss of human lives, damage to relationships with valued international partners, compromise of ongoing criminal investigations, and interference with intelligence activities. Thank you, Stephen Boyd. Yeah. But Nunes is like a child that gets away with this. Uh, the more he says gimme, apparently they listen to him. I don't understand why. And I'm wondering where his parents are so they can tell him to shut the fuck up. Uh, a group of conservatives. Home on the farm. Yeah. A group of conservatives uh, have, to this date, drafted eight articles of impeachment over Rosenstein not getting documents. Oops, Rosenstein. Not producing documents quickly enough. And to which Rosenstein responds, this is not a joke, this is real. He says that the Justice Department is not going to be extorted. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, Rosenstein. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think we played that clip last week. Yeah, I feel like he's evolved from a spineless water snake to like a like a toe sucking. Yeah, sucker he's like fish. a Pokemon. He's getting he's getting more bones, mm-hmm. and a vertebrae, more yeah. justice over time, little vertebrae action. He really, <laughs> he really, over at Rosensteinland. He really is. Rosen Rosenstein says uh, something that I thought was pretty cool to hear him say. If we were to just open our doors to allow Congress to come and rummage through the files, that would be a serious infringement on the separation of powers, and it might resolve a dispute today, but it would have negative repercussions in the long run, and we have a responsibility to defend the institution. Yeah. Hero Nunes. <clears throat> Dude, I love him. Yeah. Well, remember Rosenstein. when he sucked? No, yeah, not Nunes. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Remember when he sucked so bad? He was and then ever since they had that dinner. Remember that... when he sucked so bad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, honestly, I love how this whole journey has made us like warm up to people Even that Even our we... little racist possum. Yeah, and no, really. McCain. It, it's like, bringing us all there, closer. Mm-hmm. Well, McCain's having kind of a change of heart. Oh, for too, sure. Yeah. So. He's apologizing for Palin. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, yeah. I saw. He wow. regrets Palin. He was hanging out with Joe Biden. They're really good, good friends. Aww. I know. He just had to get closer to death. That's fucking depressing. Sometimes, yeah, they're privileged. Guys, don't wait until you have brain cancer. Please don't. We can be friends now. Hug your friends now. Yeah. 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 And maybe it was all, I'm not even kidding. He got camaraderie with the NFL and maybe having more black people in his life and have compassion for solution to a lot of racism. Yeah. So, what, so on Thursday, what happened? Yeah. So, Rosenstein, they, after they go and, you know, they're supposed to be viewing these documents, they have a meeting with Rosenstein and and the result of which was that Nunes comes out and he says, uh, I have this quote also, but essentially he says that they talk through it and they're not going to move forward with seeing the documents right now. They had a productive conversation where Rosenstein uh, explained a lot of things to him. It's pronounced Frankenstein. And it was a productive conversation, but... He leaves it by saying they will continue to have these conversations so that Congress can get the documents that they need. So it's kind of put on a hiatus a little bit right now, which is a victory because that asshole has been so successful. And more or less, the DOJ has wound up turning over documents to them. Yeah. And uh, a little fun fact that I think is good to know is through the process of requesting these documents, there was a time when Nunes initially subpoenaed them for the documents where they got to the intelligence officials and the FBI got together and Rosenstein. God damn it. <laughs> and Rosenstein. I forget. I literally I don't know, remember which so way it is. Okay. Whichever then, feels comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And they get together and they, they come up with a statement saying that this will be bad for national security. And they actually get the White House, including Trump, to sign off on that response. Yeah, Trump agreed. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But... Obviously, it looks like that support is wavering, and, it will. Uh, and, sure and it so will. yeah, it's just a big game of back and forth between Rosen, Rosenstein, Trump, Nunes. Uh, I mean, Trump doesn't have too much power yet, as he's threatened to. I can only stay away for so long, but <laughs> I'm gonna have to stick. Spoken like a true predator. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, he didn't get the documents. He wouldn't have read them anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway, thanks for that great reporting, Jordan. Hell of course, yeah. victory for Congre- or yes. not Congress. The DOJ. Yeah, yeah, little victories. We got to celebrate them while we can. F the Cannibal Congress. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tackle the elephant in the room, guys. The elephant's name is Essential Consultants, mm. which is a weird name for an elephant, but. <laughs> I'm so corny sometimes. He's a sophisticated when I elephant. If you hadn't heard about uh, that shell company from us already, you've definitely heard about it this week. Uh, on Tuesday, Michael Avenatti, Stormy Daniels' attorney uh, of all people, published a seven-page report via Twitter alleging that Michael Cohen's Delaware shell company called Essential Consultants, Essential Consultants, 
received you have to say it like that every time i love it uh received monies from at&t korea aerospace novartis uh and columbus nova the big story uh that hit first was columbus nova uh whose largest client is a company controlled by victor vexelberg uh, a sanctioned russian oligarch uh close to putin close ties to putin um columbus nova is run by vexelberg's cousins in trade cousin excuse me just one Mm -hmm. his name is in trader and it's a weird name it is in trader in trader it's mm, so funny interesting. and we already know uh muller uh had spoken to him regarding the russian conspiracy we've reported on that mm-hmm. uh so yeah interesting russian money hmm. oh yeah uh he also donated i think vexelberg donated two hundred fifty thousand dollars to trump's inaugural fund mm-hmm. Whoa. he did up and, and then like thirty five thousand dollars to other republican causes and mm-hmm. groups how can how's that legal? how did he miss me how's that even legal i don't even know it's, anyway yeah good point it came out thursday that cohen had a a pitch he was peddling basically saying if you want close to the president fire your guys and hire me because i'm the best i'm his legal i'm his yeah. attorney yeah. that's how i imagine it went yeah. spot on thank you in a plaid uh, blazer <laughs> <laughs> totally except comey's was so stylish oh yeah and his little beetle boots oh. anything cohen touches is mm. garbage Mm-hmm. Correct, including garbage, including Trump. <laughs> he makes garbage. garbage. Yeah, yeah, garbage looks good in his hands. That's what <laughs> he's like. Ah, oh, feels right. <laughs> anyway, a few giant rats followed the Pied Piper. Apparently, interestingly enough, Avenatti said he purposely underreported the dollar amounts contributed by AT and T, Novartis, Korea Aerospace, and uh, Columbus Nova to see if they'd come clean on their own. Okay. Mm. Uh, interestingly, the statements from these companies kept changing as the week went on. And I have to go through this because it's hilarious to release. Let's start with AT&T, who, mind you, was up for a merger with Time Warner recently and who stood to benefit greatly from the abolishment of net neutrality. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, this Time Warner merger has to be reviewed for antitrust issues. And I let you know what an antitrust is the the antitrust is, is are the laws that are in place to prevent monopolies mm. basically it's not what i have for trump <laughs> no <laughs> antitrust <laughs> right exactly <laughs> it's very different than that kind of antitrust got it um and in order to do a big merger between time warner and at&t they would have to go through antitrust laws. it have to be approved by trump right so um hmm, interesting uh the initial report from avenatti said at&t paid cohen two hundred thousand dollars that's for, that's what uh, Avenatti said. Mm-hmm. AT&T's first statement said, yes, we paid that to get info on regulatory reform and antitrust <laughs> policy. Oh, but we actually paid $600,000. Then they made a revision to their statement, adding, uh, oh, and we were paying for an understanding of the inner workings of Trump. Then they made a third revision, saying they were contacted by Mueller's team about this matter in November of last year. And of course, this wouldn't be complete without a fourth revision... <laughs> Stating they were specifically looking for help with the Time Warner merger. Did that cover all the dollars? Did we get them all, guys? <laughs> yeah. Did we cover? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got our lives in order? Great. <laughs> all right, let's talk about Korea Aerospace. The only aerospace company in South Korea, recently emerging from giant scandal that led their, to their CEO's suicide, Jesus. and who was up for a $16 billion Pentagon contract this year. And he killed himself? <clears throat> to make jet trainers. Oh. Uh, they contributed... A guy probably killed himself before they were up for that contract. Good point, good point. Uh, they contributed $150,000 to the slush fund and said they received legal advice on 
cost accounting standards because they're trying to comply with global accounting practices and standards. Sounds like that should be public information. <laughs> yeah. They said they did not have contact with Cohen himself and the deal was done by, quote, someone else. They have not provided any further information. Mm, all right. Care to revise your statement, sir? What? Do you want to change your bullshit story, sir? Next to join the Slush Fund Delaware LLC Essential Consultants Slumber Party was pharmaceutical <laughs> giant Novartis, uh, who in recent years has had to settle three major cases on bribery charges against them. <laughs> the first report said they paid $400,000. That was Avenatti's report. Their only first response was, any deal made with Cohen was our previous CEO. The end. Um, New management. Yeah, you can talk to him in jail. <laughs> then they put out their first revision. He's not in jail. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's the okay. problem. So then they put out over their first revision, adding, in February 2017, we entered into a one-year agreement with Cohen for healthcare consulting, uh, and we were contacted in November 2017 by the special counsel's office. Hmm. Uh, not to be outdone, they made a second revision, saying <laughs> they actually paid $1.2 million, not $400,000. Oh, our bad. <laughs> yeah. They, they paid him $100,000 a month, and actually they paid him like $99,980 a month. So, <laughs> oh, God. so it wouldn't like pop, because yeah. that wouldn't look weird. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. a Price is Right guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So Come they, on down, Cohen. <laughs> they said they paid him the other highest without going over one dollar. Um, so they paid him a hundred k for the first two months. Then met him and decided he couldn't provide healthcare expertise. No, uh, but kept paying him for ten more months anyway because they claimed they were stuck in the contract. Uh, well, then they made a third revision saying their previous CEO was contacted by Mueller's team last November. Hmm. And a final fourth revision, saying the episode was clearly a mistake. <laughs> I love the four revisions. It's like yeah. their number, their safe number. It's like, four. we can't do five, guys. We got to just do four max. Yeah, I read something that said their CEO told employees we made a mistake on the code. Oh, yeah. Understatement mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't do enough research to know that they were involved in dastardly deeds or, or what? <laughs> they must be watching the news and panicking just as much as Trump sometimes. Like I think about all these different companies that were involved and it's just all coming out. Well, We'll get into that in a minute, but Mm -hmm. finally we have Columbus Nova, a company owned by Intrader, whose cousin is the owner of the largest investing company and a sanctioned Russian oligarch Mm -hmm. named Vexelberg. Uh, He donated, as we said before, $250,000 to Trump's inaugural fund, and he was in attendance. He was there with Cohen and somebody else. Mm -hmm. Uh, Intrader and Vexelberg and Cohen were seen together, canoodling at the inauguration. Mm -hmm. As we one, previ- of, one of which is sanctioned Russia. That's so fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. As we previously reported on MSW, uh, he stopped and frisked. He was stopped and frisked at an airport by Mueller's team. Uh, and Intrader was questioned last November also. They confirm um, that they paid Cohen $500,000 for consulting on potential sources of capital. Ha, potential. <laughs> I love it. At least they were honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, We true. gave him money because we want to make more money and he yeah, knows the president. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they deny the money had any connection to Vexelberg, though, and they have not revised that statement. It was reported later in the week that Cohen also reached out to Ford Motor Company, who had the good sense to tell him to kick rocks. I know. Uh, I love Ford for this. And Mueller has asked for those communications as well. Yeah. I want to, I like, I just, not, nothing legal. I just want to hear him say no to you. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that would be my I wonder why, I why they turned him down, like, specifically. Because we because I know he's full of shit. Yeah, I mean, but even so, like, why didn't AT and T know this? Like, I just wonder. It's they 
knew. Interesting. One yeah. of our listeners, Heather, she pulled from AT and T after this news came out. <gasps> she, it's good for you, she, Heather. Yeah, it's pretty cool. She's boycotting them. Oh, my good. roommate, or at least that's what the... I got from her Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I canceled my um, Amazon Directv. Oh, Let me talk to my roommates. Amazon. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yeah, it's not in my name, but and I'm like, Let's... I went with uh, local cable company. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm gonna start a protest in my house. Yeah, and Amazon's over too. Um, yep. They still are showing NRA TV. Yep. And they're upping their premium uh, membership oh, to double whammy. $119. Yeah, so yeah. They're, they're not only like, yeah, fuck you. And double also fuck you. <laughs> Any, Two uh, scoops of fuck you. <laughs> well, they're like, well, now that only conservatives follow us, let's up the price. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously. Right? They're accommodating. <laughs> Uh, some some people, including Giuliani, actually believe that Cohen did this all on his own, uh, selling access to the president and never telling the president. I mean, he could have. I mean, he he was out pitching his services hard. Yeah, yeah. But let's be real. Are we supposed to believe that everyone believed he was a healthcare lobby, telecommunications, <laughs> antitrust, global aerospace accounting standards expert? <laughs> right. Like, fuck no. The they were buying man. access to the president. It's clear. Um, it, they weren't for consulting work. Um, it, they were for access to Trump. Mm-hmm. It's important to note that pay for play is legal. It's normal Good in point. Washington. Yeah, DC. I would imagine. It's, it only looks bad. Yeah. Um, now, it's legal if you're a registered lobbyist. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody actually said it's not what's illegal that's scandalous. It's what's actually legal that will blow your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, K Street is full of lobbyists that make uh, take money for access, but they are lobbyists. Cohen is not a registered lobbyist. And to me, that makes what he did bribery, extortion, or racketeering. Exactly. But to think um, that all you have to do to make bribery legal is to register as someone who takes bribes for a living. That's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah. Fuck. I imagine it would just. That's the scandal. What's mm-hmm. legal is the scandal. Yeah. Right. And how do I apply? And if they legally registered, it must have still been so in your face, fishy looking exactly. or something. And that's why they didn't register. That's why education is so important. I don't know. They're not big into registering. If more people knew the laws, just knew the law, I think there would be a lot more like protests. Like and just, just for the laws alone. <laughs> and did Trump know? Because like I could see Cohen just going around saying, yeah. calling people up, calling up Ford, calling at t calling people that he mentioned by name on the campaign trail. You know, mm-hmm. when he was calling out Ford saying that you get a factory out of Mexico. Yep. You're shipping jobs to Mexico. I'm coming after you, Ford. They were milking he it. He went after the pharmaceutical drug companies. We have to get pharmaceutical cheaper. He went after AT and T by name. Saying oh, you're the, saying the he merger. Jared Kushner style. He was saying, "Hey, come on my side, or I'm going to work against you." Is well, that no, what no, you no? Think? He, these are just campaign speeches. He's just like, mentioning these. Oh, these he didn't firms say anything specific that about like his agenda. Okay, okay, they already gave him money. I thought you were saying that he no, was. No, they like, hadn't given him money yet. Oh, right. Yet, no, he was okay. campaigning against Ford. Saying shit about AT and T. There you saying go. Saying shit about drug Talking companies. Talking shit. Yeah. And then mm. after he's elected, Cohen goes to Ford, yes. AT and T, and the drug companies, and says, "You need me." You that need is Kushner God. style. It's like okay. you either work with me and give me money, or I'm working it's against mafia. you. It's, yes. it's mafioso. It's la cosa nostra. Absolutely. It's it's bagman. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Boston. Hashtag be best. <laughs> God, be best. <laughs> Just That's sounds like funny. broken English to it's me. It's like they she knows better. You know she knows better. <laughs> Have you seen there's a meme? I'll put it in the pictures this week that the in the newsletter Jordan uh, sends mm-hmm. out. It's just a picture of Melania and it says, Don't be a bully. Yeah. <laughs> At this B-O-O-L-I-E. point, I think she's trolling her husband just as much as we do. Like I, I feel like she's just trying her best to get her kicks where she can. I heard her speech she did was taken from Michelle Obama's work. Yeah, and her brochure yeah. on yeah. bullying is Michelle Michelle Obama's brochure. I also appreciate it. Oh, uh, uh, I guess she's a white woman, right? Looking, looking no, too- she is. Yeah, I appreciate no the fact that even. 
even though even though it's like obvious that she's like plagiarized Michelle, Michelle in the past, it's like, oh, the role model is the black woman. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's yeah. progress. Yeah, yeah, totally. Fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I could see Cohen selling access to Trump and never delivering and never telling Trump. <laughs> you know, totally. like, like it'd be me like walking around saying, hey, I know Jordan, you need to get on Jordan action. 10 bucks for Jordan. <laughs> and then they just give me 10 bucks and I never tell you or yeah. anything. If I, I could yeah. pick a pimp, AG, it would be you. Thank you. $10 <laughs> is fair, I think. Yes, you're very incognito <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't talking about sex, but okay. <laughs> oh, what were you talking just about? Talking whatever you need. Oh. Yeah. oh, sorry. I've been I corrupted. I wouldn't tell you for ten dollars <laughs> but if it's not gonna have to happen then you would you're priceless Jordan. yeah then they'll be like that's too good to be true and then just oh also it. there <laughs> there were three payments made from this slush fund to cohen's personal account at first republic bank wow. totaling uh, i think two million dollars one million or two million. Oh my goodness uh if that sounds familiar it should we reported on this bank a couple of months ago when we all learned from the wall street journal that first republic bank had flagged the stormy daniels payments as suspicious in an sar <laughs> right yeah. in a sp- suspicious activities report they just get a, like an automated phone call about it <laughs> hello you've selected pecker <laughs> Have you fucked the president? <laughs> oh, my God. And there are bank records that would show exactly where all the money went. Um, the, the, the third thing we don't know is how the hell did Stormy Daniels' lawyer get access to this information? Good question. In fact, the Treasury has opened an investigation into who His sources. leaked the inf- info to That's Avenatti. important. So three questions. Did Trump know? Where'd the money go? And where did Avenatti get the dirt? What do you yeah. guys think? Do you have any theories? Okay, I think Avenatti has someone in the Mueller, you know, team working with him. I don't think it'd be Mueller. I think it'd be someone working like without Mueller's. I don't know. It sounds like Mueller could potentially be cool with a leak, but also he's supposed to be a by the book guy. So my guess is Avenatti has a friend who's willing to leak against Mueller's will, and and so that makes Avenatti Mueller's little whisperer. I think he got him from the SARS from the bank in Discovery in the Stormy Daniels case. Oh, so like you think we, it did come legit from Discovery? I think so. Why wouldn't they figure that out by now then? Why wouldn't they be able to find out immediately? He's Avenatti's not telling. Oh, so they don't know where to look exactly. Technically, they don't know where to begin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's I mean, not going to reveal his sources. Yeah. Based on the nature of the case, he would have the most exclusive Discovery privileges mm-hmm. into point. all of those contacts and records Mm -hmm. yeah so he may have just gotten bank statements yeah his source could just be whatever he got and if he does have the bank statements he knows where the money went Mm -hmm. oh my goodness checks or checks yes he's playing chess man he's like and it's like the sorry no that was it he's just like 10 steps ahead go ahead Mm -hmm. i was just gonna say the the transactions are there and we'll talk about this in the comey book he comey talks about how when you're prosecuting mobsters it's so weird because it's it's like you already have all the transactions in front of you. The only yeah. thing you're you know litigating or arguing is what they say was the reason, the, the intention, in, yeah, the, the motive, behind those transactions. the story, the plot, right? Yeah. So to get all of those, I bet a bunch of those transactions will just be you know explained away Dismissed or whatever somehow. by the opposition. But, but that's but, probably why he's not saying where he got it from. He doesn't want them to catch up to his investigation. I'm sure Avenatti's like, I'll I'll give you what I can that helps my case, but I. Won't won't give you anything that helps their case. You yeah. don't want them to catch up, just like Mueller. Yeah, mm. I'd imagine that he would know more, but would withhold it for the sake of not giving, you know, that leg up to the Trump administration. Except the Stormy Daniels stuff, though, isn't something that 
Mueller's focusing on. No, but the SARS that AG referenced, that sounds mm-hmm. closer. Yeah, and that's how it's so tricky how Avenatti swooped in with the Stormy Daniels issue and then ended up saying, you know what? I'm just going to follow the money. Like, yeah, I'm going to just go wherever it takes me. That's beautiful. <laughs> he's my hero. I know he's a douchebag. You're totally right, oh, Jordan. Cool. No, I love douchebags. <laughs> I have emotional he, abandonment issues. I would he, say they're my favorite. <laughs> had he come out sooner, we would have had him in the sexy justice calendar. Exactly. Uh, he probably would have put himself in the sexy justice <laughs> totally. calendar. He'd slip a little picture in there, a headshot. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Did you see his tweet where it was like, he's complaining about, I don't know, it was a Fox News host or something, that, that or someone that's coming at him for having eyes that are too close together. And he's like, and all this coming from a guy that, and then he drops an insult. <laughs> it was just like, he's I, like, yeah, he's petty and he's shallow. But George Zimmerman also has like eyes really close together. And so that insult, yeah, it, I'm, I'm for it. Okay. <laughs> Interesting perspective. Yeah, yeah, think about it. All right, you guys, stick around. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Muller She Wrote. The she in Muller She Wrote is no accident. Did you know we are 100% women owned and operated? Every single person that helps make this podcast possible identifies as a woman. Our creative and web design, our engineer, our producers, our editors and digital media manager, our agent, our ad execs, our merchandising manager, our writers, the facility manager for our July 3rd live show, and even the USPS clerk that helps me with shipping. All women and all LGBTQ plus allies. We will continue to employ and partner with women as our podcast grows, but we could use your help. Please support women in podcasting by visiting MullerSheWrote.com and become a patron today. All right, you guys, thanks for checking out our ads. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time for the Fantasy Indictment League. Yeah! Buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> what? It's a Super Bowl. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. I don't oh, know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, this one's pretty simple. I already had Vexelberg on the list, but now I'm adding in Trader. Um, but For I'm a- sure. But I'm adding him to the cooperation column. Mm. Uh, I would also add Columbus Nova ATT, AT&T Novartis in Korea Aerospace. However, pay to play is not illegal. I'm wondering, though, if it could be called bribery. We shall see. Because they didn't register. Right. 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 But, but huh. could AT&T have known that he wasn't a registered lobbyist? Hmm. Right. We well, we have all of their communications. So I guess we'll find out what they knew. <laughs> we'll you would out. think their legal team would think to ask, are you a registered lobbyist? Would they, though? That's a very simple question. I, unless they're equally sketchy and don't even care. I mean, that's probably what maybe, it is. Maybe that's what happened with Ford. Yeah. Ford, Ford was like, let me see what maybe you actually can do. And, and to me, like... Honestly, someone was asking, actually, if they could get the whole list of the uh, Fantasy Indictment League. Are we going to do that, by the way? God, that sounds like a lot of work. It's a lot, yeah. but I'm I'm down. I would. It might take a while, but... Gotta the- remember when Kushner was like the f- our first names, yeah. our first like, three names. I, yeah, let's see. It's been a while. I've got it in the, the notes. The top people have always been there. The mm-hmm. whole family. You know, Trump, we know he might not actually be indicted, but he's the biggest fish, of course. Um, under that, though, we got like hun- like 100 people. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what priority. Yeah, there's all like, the what- Russian. The, the, yeah. All, God. I'm cool with like making a graphic about it. But yeah, the research would be intensive. Yeah, I guess we could just go back and <laughs> listen to all of our episodes to make sure it's consistent with mm-hmm. what we've already said. Yep. Like a tally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm down for that. Um, but at this point, it might be, we might not have that ready until the Manafort trial if we do it <laughs> ourselves. Yeah, because we're kind of backed up. 
Yeah, we still don't write this down. I'll have to figure. I'll have to look into it and put we'll, it together. We'll put some beans on I, that. I think some people were trying to put together a, a point by point timeline. timeline. I saw that on Twitter. On yes. Twitter. Um, well, no, I think someone else already did it. I don't know if it was for us. They began with episode or twenty-seven. Talking about putting a mm-hmm. Wikipedia. Yeah, community. A wiki. Yep. Wikia something. Wiki I community. I, WikiLeaks page. Yeah, I think I'm all for it. Uh, lots of work, so it might be a while before it's complete. But yeah, like you said, Jordan, someone began with episode 27, and even that had a lot of details. So let alone all of our episodes. That yeah. was the one with all the little faces and stuff. I remember seeing because on my phone it may be different, but it came up as like a timeline, like um, an interactive timeline. Yeah, no, it's like a line. Like yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like literally, yeah, like then. just text and timeline um, cool. intervals yeah did so, you see oh sorry go ahead no we'll just we'll make that when we get around to it mm-hmm. also i know some people listening to this are not patrons but one of our patrons in our facebook group posted the idea that everybody take an episode and they all list out all of the events and then they tr- oh. they try to make like a timeline consolidated based yeah. on that's yeah. what i was talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay and, so that uh, one's already and i've got show, show notes all the way back to episode nice. two mm-hmm. show episode one doesn't have notes because there were no we did it on the fly on the fly yeah that's okay um, we can listen to that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we would just have to really listen to episode one because all my notes are, are in my phone. I can just oh, yeah. email yeah. them to whoever. Worth it. Um, and you get my show notes if you're a patron, um, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't have the whole archive. You would just have from when you joined. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe we'll have an incentive someday if, but yeah, if, if no one makes a, it. If we have a wiki page, we'll definitely have the, the mm-hmm. Fantasy Indictment League on there. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Intrader. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No worries. Okay. Still relevant. Have- oh, you want to talk about the stuff that that's part of the show now, <laughs> yeah, Jordan? Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're in this segment or anything. Sorry. You want to talk about the Fantasy Indictment League during the Fantasy Indictment League section? Kill yourself. <laughs> oh, no. We should get a <sighs> NFL player. That should be our next goal. Yeah. <laughs> a progressive NFL player to come be on our show. I dig it. <laughs> At least for the and, royalties and of the NFL song, if nothing else. Oh, God. Just putting a good word for like, it. Don't tell anyone. Tell them I stand for the national anthem. Every it's actually time. foxes. I don't think it's the NFL. Oh. No way. Uh, I'm not sure though. We'll find out. Yeah, we will yeah. probably. Fox seems chill. Yeah, <laughs> totes chill. <laughs> but but I saw it. I saw Intrader explaining those payments, and he was just. I mean, yeah, just the most basic explanation. Like that didn't have anything to do with that. Come mm. on. <laughs> Come on, that was independent. I'm reading this book right now, the Madeline Albright fascism book, and it's all about those little things that people keep saying. Oh, what's the big deal? It's what do you kind of connect the dots for? Mm -hmm. You get a hundred dots, and then you're in uh, Hitler world. Yeah, then you live in the Handmaid's (laughs) Tale. Hitler world. Oh God, that's the worst theme park. (laughs) Oh God. Oh no, the food's probably pretty decent. Though, what was the worst? What was the worst (laughs) pub ever? Do you remember the Kushner? Oh, old ye old Kushner. (laughs) (laughs) We got to make this a universe. Worst pub ever. (laughs) I love it. All right, you guys ready for sabotage? Oh yeah. yeah. So Mueller is probing the inaugural fund. Dun, dun, dun. That's your sabotage this week. Nice. We've been reporting on this for a while now, that the inaugural fund and that there's $50 million that's just missing. Hell yeah, we have. Um, Mueller interviewed Tom Barrick, uh, the head of the inaugural committee. Guess who the deputy chair of Trump's inaugural committee was? Ooh, I feel like I know this. I do not. <laughs> Go- let, lay it on me. Yeah. Rick Gates. Yeah. <gasps> I'm Rick Gates, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom Barrack was added a while ago. To the old fantasy indictment league, um, 
that he's moving up in the draft, I think, uh, for this. Mm -hmm. The the inaugural fund for Trump raised $107 million. And they claim to have spent $94 million, which is about $50 million more than Barack Obama's giant, huge, biggest, ever, most tremendous inauguration in history. Whoa. There's uh, then there's the Russia angle. Vexelberg, an intrader who gave two hundred fifty thousand dollars to the Trump inaugural committee, and a guy named Simon Kukes, uh, a Russian-born oil exec. He's a U.S. citizen now, though. Hmm. Gave two hundred eighty thousand dollars to the inaugural and the RNC. Just a lovely laundering opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. You've heard of these guys because they also came in, uh, came up in a Cohen story. Um, they gave him five hundred thousand dollars in in twenty seventeen. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Did Trump use the inaugural fund as a money laundering operation? I mean, why not? He's like. a businessman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would think so. I wouldn't put it past him. And we're gonna find out where that fifty million went, or at least Mueller's gonna find out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just yeah, just look at all the list of people that donated to him. Yeah. All the people that stood to gain things Seriously. from him and stood to not the best their money. people, despite what his slogan was. And not not the simply the best people. I no, just definitely not the sketchiest best people. people. Yeah. Yeah. They're icing each other. Uh, all right, guys, time for Q and A. Yay. Um, at O two ten Jag asked, did the six 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 building recently find last minute funding and a lot of it? Yes, it did. Um, he did a handshake deal. We reported on this, I think, in episode twenty four or twenty five, uh, one of the mid twenties mm-hmm. episodes. Um, that he did a handshake deal with somebody that invested the the in. The one point two billion plus bought out the rest of the other people who own it, so now it's all a Kushner property. But we don't know where the money came from. Wow. My my guess is Saudi Arabia. Yeah, because I mean they have a lot of money, and Trump's obviously friends with them. And, and there was a squid pro quo. Crow. He gave. <laughs> I'm all serious <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <it. laughs> this is a squid pro quo. I object. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say quid Listen pro. I know we're all going to forget anymore. the original. I can't even say quid yeah, pro yeah. quo anymore. Let's rename all of those legal jargon. <laughs> Yeah. All that Latin. Um, when he gave, when Kushner gave Imbissa, um, the the Saudi prince, mm-hmm. um, intel mm-hmm. on who the traitors to the crown were, um, and then because we, we, well, basically we don't know that he did that. I know, I know he did it, but we, <laughs> we don't know that he did because he the the Saudi prince came to the White House. He talked to Kushner, then he went back and he made all these arrests, and that's all we know. Yeah, yeah, and and. Kushner there are reports that Kushner gave that intel to the Saudi prince so it is actually mm-hmm. uh, publicly reported okay um and did he do that for 1.2 billion dollars mm. I don't know I wonder yeah that would be squid pro quo we'll find out uh Ashley Judd Arrington wants to know she's the I think she's the one who told us about the white knight prophecy oh yeah <laughs> she's cool I love her yeah she is she's um, also the gym the gymnastics coach oh, oh nice yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure that's dope I think that's yeah because she said words I didn't understand yeah <laughs> and you were like yeah what was that word? Totally. Lukin. Yeah. Speaking my language. Was, yeah. yeah. She accused Lukin. you of being Russian, Lukin. right? That was the one? Well, she was American, but yes, she 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 was. I think she was of Russian descent. Oh gosh, I don't know. I, I'm pretty so sure. So she probably clearly spoke to Jill Stein. There you in the go. 2016 yes. election, and she should report that. We're not letting you off the hook, Jill. <laughs> I want to know who you talked to. Everyone with Russian descent. How many Russians do you know? Anyway, she wants to know if she's in tinfoil hatland, if she thinks that 45 backed out of the Iran deal to set up a Middle East arms race between Saudi Arabia and Iran, which would monetarily benefit Eric Prince, MBS, 
Imbissa, Putin, mm-hmm. Flynn, Trump, etc. With the Mayflower meeting, I wouldn't put it past the administration. Yeah, you're not yeah. a tinfoiler. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I think Sounds that makes perfect right. sense. Yeah. This is what John Bolton's been fighting for since forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, war is money. There's just a whole new cast of profiteers now that Trump's in the White House. Now, this might sound tinfoilish. Is this anything related to the Marshall Plan? That's kind of something that you can maybe work into it um, mm-hmm. because it is Saudi Arabia that. Rick Perry went to visit to talk about getting nuclear reactors to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is more about uh, uh, nuclear weapons. Got it. Very, very different. It's important to make that distinction. You're right. However, it, it is, you know, Saudi Arabia friendly. It's a Saudi Arabia friendly plan. Totally. So, totally. As is the Marshall Plan. And it's also a Russia friendly plan. So I guess we'll see if that connects over mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And without the inspections, you know, pulling out of the Iran deal without the inspections, um, they can just do Russia whatever can they want. Go back to selling them arms. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which probably is something Putin wanted. So, oh, of course. Yeah. It's all effed. In Gotta the be. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cambron asked if I think the Cohen investigation will get sent back to Mueller or stay in the Southern District of New York. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that Mueller was investigating the Cohen Essentials Consulting Slush Fund last November before he handed off the Cohen case to the SDNY. That's the Southern, That's my Southern District of New York acronym. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that all things Russia and all things tied to Russia will stay with or go back to Mueller. And things like Stormy Daniels payment and the $1.6 million Broidy actually Trump abortion payment... Um, which I think was Trump because Trump's alias Denison was used on that NDA. Exactly. And, and Broidy has never been a client of Cohen and he's never done anything like this. And Trump has a habit. Anyway, Seriously, you're right. Yeah. But stuff like that, I think, will stay in the Southern District of New York. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the same documents that Southern District of New York has are the exact same documents Mueller has also from his probe? Yeah, probably. So then, and, and I think Southern District of New York, though, has more because they have all right, the stuff. That's from, what I'm saying. Well, I think it's oh, all with no. Barbara Jones right now. Yeah. Um. And so it hasn't been given to prosecutors. So I don't think Mueller had that. Yeah. Mueller might know, but he might not need it. I think is what it is. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm wondering, too, like, because I know I don't know how much it's in his head, this game plan of trying to preempt the national sentiment, apparently, that is getting generated right now that they can't trust Mueller. So I wonder if they if anyone believes in federalism to any degree, if they yeah. would they would be if he thinks it's wise to have some sort of court proceedings happening in another court of law and imagine he would right it sounds like it maybe just wondering yeah. i'm wondering yeah, i'm sounds just like wondering Mueller if, if personality wise because yeah. if he can still get all the same documents and integrate them into his investigation at whatever time he? it's pertinent then, he must then, know like, that it's more valuable still... to have that secondary source as a sense of like you know it trust. could have been it could have been handed off to the uh, southern district of new york to get the raid done outside of Mueller's purview yeah. exactly to, to get uh, uh and then put a taint team on it and then a special master on it and mm-hmm. then and you're you're it's like money laundering but that's, for that evidence. sounds like Mueller, <laughs> you know so yeah it's, yeah it's righteous yeah. yeah he's he's always been from what we've investigated he's always been about the the entire body the bigger picture it's not about him he's very opposite of trump in that sense that he wouldn't be so prideful to be like i want all the documents for my case i think he'd be like how can we get this moving along in the in the best way in the public eye too yeah yeah all right, well, let's see who's next here. Oh, I only joined to talk to MSW is their <laughs> oh, name. Oh, yeah. At only MSW. Best. 
said, quote, I have no followers, so I'll just keep talking about you. I'm going to wear my MSW shirt to a glass blowing local craft festival in a few weeks. Nice. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. But guys, go follow at only MSW for us. Please do. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and then follow at Mola She Wrote while you're at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then leave us a rating on iTunes if you yes, could. Yes, very important. Also, we have a five star rating right now, like 150 do. reviews. Thank yeah. you, guys. Cool. Thanks, Please guys. keep it up. Yeah, woohoo. <laughs> One day it'll be like Pod Save America. We'll have like 33,000. Yes. Oh, we can so dream. <laughs> I just got to get on the tonight show yeah people it's are like, like nine times what we're getting nine thousand <laughs> subscribers so ag can yeah. quit her job yeah yeah we seriously only, seriously we only have about 9600 to go that's not bad people keep like tweeting out to pots of america too they want to get yeah, us on the show and, and please keep that yeah. up guys Thanks, dudes we yeah every it. day please tweet them uh mm-hmm. i want to thank well don't get annoying okay yeah not, they have <laughs> so many like tweets every though day. here's the thing I feel 65,000 like, yeah they they get so many tweets a day that I feel like even our fans tweeting them once a day would barely make a dent you're true you're true you're true you're right <laughs> that's true <laughs> you're yes. true you're true thank you AG. my aim is true uh, I want to thank here he is Scott E. Weinberg from Rotten Tomatoes and Nerdist for the rando recommendations he's he's, he's a badass check him out at Scott Weinberg on Twitter especially if you're into horror and sci-fi in oh, the yeah. 80s oh like, yes Pretty dreamy. He dude. knows his stuff, man. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and man, I, I, if he comes out here for Comic Con, I want to. I always go to Comic Con every year. I've never year. been. Me neither. Um, maybe we should. <laughs> we should interview. Like go in and interview people about the anyone that likes the pod. No, seriously, anyone that likes the pod that's going to be at Comic Con, we need to start targeting them and be like, "Yo, yeah. can we slip in with you? <laughs> like, can we get?" Well, I'm friends with some people, so nice. Let me see what I can do. Yeah, um, hell maybe, yeah. Maybe we can get a press pass or something. That'd be amazing. But yeah, if you're coming out, I would love to meet you. I I met um, Chris Hardwick. Um, no when way. He was out here. Oh, I love him. And so, and I. Th- I think he's he's nerdist, right? He's yes, the nerdist. he's the, the um, nerdist. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, just anyway, cool. Just a cool mention. Absolutely. Very, very cool. Random recommendation. And yeah. If very any cool. Molarites are coming down for Comic Con. I bet that's oh. kind of our crowd. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. need to hook up for that. <laughs> well, you know, take that as you will. Pimps and hookups. I love our fans. Yeah. <laughs> if you need, if you need access to hey. uh, Jordan, ten if you're us. feeling stressed out about yeah. the administration, right don't, here. don't fuck me, Ag. I want a fair rate. Hey, okay. I'll fuck you. Don't fuck me. <laughs> Holy crap! All right, guys, that's our show. Uh, stay tuned this week for our three minisodes and head to MullerSheWrote.com and become a member. I've been Ag. I've been Jaleesa Johnson. I've been Jordan Coburn. And this is Muller She Wrote. Muller She Wrote is produced and engineered by AG with editing and logo design by Jaleesa Johnson. Market consulting by Amanda Reeder at Unicorn Creative. Our digital media director and subscriber manager is Jordan Coburn. Our partners are fastgrass.org and joysteaspoon.com. Fact-checking and research by AG with support from Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn. Muller She Wrote staff includes AG, Jaleesa Johnson, Jordan Coburn, Sarah Hirschberg of Valencia, Jesse Egan, and Sarah Lee Steiner. Our web design and branding are by Joelle Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is mullersherote.com. Season four of How We Win is here. For the past four years, we've been making history in critical elections all over the country. And last year, we made history again by expanding our majority in the Senate, beating election-denying Republicans in crucial state house races, and fighting back a non-existent red wave. But the MAGA Republicans who plotted and pardoned the attempted overthrow of our government now control the House thanks to gerrymandered maps and repressive anti-voter laws. 
and the chaotic spectacle we've already seen shows us just how far they will go to seize power, dismantle our government, and take away our freedoms. So the official podcast of The Persistence is back with season four. There's so much more important work ahead of us to fight for equity, justice, and our very democracy itself. We'll take you behind the lines and inside the rooms where it happens with strategy and inspiration from progressive changemakers all over the country. And we'll dig deep into the weekly news that matters most and what you can do about it with messaging and communications expert, co-founder of Way to Win, and our new co-host, Jennifer Fernandez-Ancona. So join Steve and I every Wednesday for your weekly dose of inspiration, action, and hope. I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Jennifer Fernandez-Ancona. And And this this is is How We Win. Win. MSW Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing in the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th. Or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.